0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. You may know the book There's a Sea in My Bedroom by Margaret Wilde. It's definitely one of the most popular Australian children's books and it's one that both of my children love. But Margaret's latest book tackles a very different topic. The central character is a sloth And it's about living in an increasingly busy world where a slow-moving sloth could be an unlikely hero. It's called The Sloth Who Came to Stay and it's about a very, very busy family. Margaret joins us now on the line. Hi, Margaret. How are you? Yes, hello. How are you? Good, thank you. So I'm very guilty of living in a busy world. Um, (laughs) Everything does feel like it's speeding up these days. Was there a particular incident that inspired this book? Often, when I'm writing a story,
1: you know, friends or colleagues will say to me, "What are you writing?" And because I don't like to talk about my stories until they're actually finished, I just say, "Oh, I'm just being slothful." So I've done this for years, and um, and gradually I thought. Mm, it would be nice to write a story about a sloth. and um, But at the time, I didn't have anything in mind. And then I was really observing my own family, myself, um, friends, and just seeing how busy everybody was, you know, it was such a juggling act. I mean, it was when I was a, a, a parent of children, even as a grandparent, you know. Um, so parents are busy. Children are often um, have four or five activities apart from school, you know. Um, and it just seems to me that there's very little time to, to relax and have downtime.
0: It's, it's a very poignant moment when the mum and dad actually listen to Amy's day. Yes. Is this a, as much a book for parents as it is for kids?
1: Well, I suppose it is. I mean, I've just been a bit concerned, you know, if I go to a cafe or I go to a park or something like that, you know, what I see are actually the parents on their mobile phones um, and not really interacting with their kids, you know perhaps getting them a bit of a push on the swing or something, but the whole time they 've got their phone as they 're talking into the phone, and so I think children um, are actually really quite deprived of of someone 's full attention.
0: It is quite disconcerting. I like to look around when i 'm on the train mm. and when you see how many people are are looking at their phones it 's well, yes. yes
1: um, <laughs> And like at a cafe, I mean, I've seen parents both on their phones and then the children have got iPods and iPads. So nobody's talking to anybody.
0: How do you think we can break that kind of digital addiction?
1: Oh, Look, it's very difficult. I I have a grandson who's completely addicted, so (laughs) I've got no idea. I think, you know... By making things available in the home, like having books just lying there, you know, around that people can pick up and read, taking kids um, to the library, um, going to the park. When I take my grandson for a walk, you know, um, to the shops or whatever, on the way I say to him, let's see if we can each find 10 interesting things, you know. So at least we're looking around the neighbourhood and seeing what's changed or, or what's new. So... I think it just really is a matter of um, interaction and just saying to yourself, while I'm with this person, I'm actually going to you know, give them my attention.
0: I really love how the sloth is so slow. It has moss growing on its head. What do you think of Vivian Toe's visualisation of your story? Oh,
1: look, I think she's amazing, you know. All the ideas, um, I mean, the story, you know, the slow cooking and the fast cooking or what, whichever it happens to be, all these little touches, um, you know, come, came from her. It's all her humor. And so I was delighted. Um, she's a, a new illustrator and I think she's probably got at, at the start of a very big career, in my opinion, um, and I just think she's very clever. And she managed to have a light-hearted touch, you know. I didn't want this to be a serious book. I didn't write it because I'm trying to give a message or anything like that. It was simply what I've been observing around me. And I think she managed to to put in a lot of sense of fun.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with children's book author Margaret Wild. You may know her from the book There's a Sea in My Bedroom, which has been enormously popular with families since the 80s. Her latest book, though, is called The Sloth Who Came to Stay, and it's about um, life in a busy family and perhaps slowing down a little bit. Margaret, what were your favourite books as a kid?
1: Oh, look, when I was, you know, a young child, Enid Blyton, I have to say. I was completely besotted. Um, If Harry Potter had been around when I was a kid, I would have been besotted with that. Um, I still remember the feeling of power when I realised, actually, at the age of seven, that I really could read fluently. Um, My brother happened to have an Enid Blyton Secret Seven book from school, and I picked it up. And to my amazement, I thought I could read it, you know. Um, and after that, I was a, became completely addicted to reading. I had three library cards, my sister's three cards because she didn't read, my parents' cards. <laughs> so I was at the library every week, every, you know, every Saturday, borrowing as many books as I could.
0: This obsession may feed into the fact that you have written over 70 books. It sounds like you must eat, sleep and dream books. Can you tell us a bit about your creative process and what you love about writing? Okay, well, I've found over the years that I just,
1: I don't push it, you know. Um, I'm relaxed about, sometimes I think, oh, I'll I'll never get another idea. But actually, I always do. And it is from something I see or I hear or I feel. And when I've got an idea, and I've got one at the moment for a new book, but it's I'm not ready to write it yet. So I just let it brew away, you know, for as long as it, it takes until... Somehow it all seems to come together, and that's when I'll sit down and start writing it. But really, I'm writing it in my head, and I'm thinking about it um, before I actually start writing it.
0: How do you think children's books fit into a digital future?
1: Uh, I think absolutely, Um, you know... It's one of those things that for a very young child, you know, sitting with a parent or grandparent or whatever on their lap or next to them sharing a book. So it's not just actually the story. It's, again, that attention that you're giving to the child and um, sharing something together. So I think there will always be a place um, for books for young children. For older children, too, I hope that... Um, I mean, I've got a granddaughter who's nearly 18 and she does, of course, a lot on, on computer and all that, but she still likes having the physical thing of holding a book, you know, and you can take it to the beach, <laughs> you can take it anywhere with you. So I think people will keep, still want books because they, they want stories and um, yes, you can read a book online or something and and I do that as well when I'm traveling, but I still much prefer to have that physical thing of holding a book smelling it you know really the tactile thing
0: Margaret it's been such a pleasure to speak with you thank you so much for your time today no,
1: thank you very much
0: that was Margaret Wilde. she's the author of The Sloth Who Came to Stay you've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast we'd like to reach as many parents as possible and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode